hear you flip-flopping. Clomp, clomp. <laughs> he, he flipping, he flopping. Hey, everybody. Welcome to TikTok, the podcast in which we read and discuss smut recommended by TikTok. I'm Karina. I'm Killian. I'm Emily. And this week, we read A Ruin of Roses by K.F. Breen. Finley is a young woman from the poorest town in all of the kingdom, and to make matters even worse, this kingdom is under a curse. It has been cursed by the demon king. Everyone in the small towns and villages is getting sick. Slowly, it's almost incurable. The only possible cure is one plant that's really hard to get. Finley occasionally branches out into the forbidden forest where the beast lurks. She has had several encounters with the beast and it has let her get away a few times. But one night, she is on the hunt for the Everlast plant, the only hope of saving her dad. And the beast finds her. And the dancing tree. Oh, no. There is, there is a dancing tree. Why does the birch tree dance? We don't know. Mm-hmm. We can't know why. It's a fantasy. Finley is kidnapped by the beast and later learns that he is, in fact, the shifted form of the crown prince. Oh, shit. Who oh, shift. In the before times was a golden dragon, but because of the curse, has lost his wings. He is the only shifter in the kingdom who can still access his animal to shift. In their adventures at the castle, who has a different form of the curse, everyone does not age. And they are just getting seduced left and right by sex demons. Seduced. Seduced with (laughs) demon sex magic. It's very entertaining. She comes into her own, falls just a little bit in love with this aggravating prince beast. And hopes to heal the kingdom and solve the curse. Will she do it? Will she fall in love? We'll find out. I rated this. I read all four. (laughs) If I had read them all early enough, I would have finished all four. But I'm on book two now and still like devouring it. I rated this four out of five, but needed singing silverware and furniture. (laughs) Fair. Mm. Did we mention that it's a Beauty and the Beast? No, we didn't. Retelling? That's right. (laughs) It sure is. It's a very sexy, smutty, steamy, demon-y Beauty and the Beast retelling. We don't have an evil queen. We have a a demon king. And unlike some retellings we've read, this works pretty well despite not remaining true to the original text. Mm -hmm. Like it... It hits a lot of the high points. It does. it does. Yeah. Like she has to save her dad and then she yeah. you know, is the yeah. beast it, prisoner. Very, in my opinion, it's very, oh brother, where art thou? Mm. In the ways that it's like, I'm going to take this and I'm going to take this and we're going to do the storyline, but it's not going to be one-on-one. Mm-hmm. Right. Like just very well done. Mm-hmm. We've got our Gaston-like character. She loves <laughs> books. Mm-hmm. The beast is temperamental. There is a rose bush yes <laughs> there's a butler he's great just my fucking favorite he's the Cogsworth. best uh and a maid who is also awesome mm-hmm. yes what was the significance of the rose in this book because it was mostly focused on the everlast herb but mm-hmm. i can't remember what exactly the herb there is a rose in the former queen's quarters mm-hmm. that indicates the health of the kingdom yes 
Okay. So it is like the same. I'm probably going to let Emily answer first because as I told her, I don't know what happened when. Yeah. And so I'm going to try not to spoil anything, <laughs> but it's all one long book in my brain. I mean, so the thing about any spoilers I give, like the stakes in this series are not high. Like you're always like, I think it's going to turn out okay. Yeah. Just a wild guess, but so far nothing's yeah. gone wrong that hasn't been resolved. So like, I think we're going to be all right. So like the fun is in the characters, in my opinion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, there is and a the, lot of fun. And the plot drives along, like don't get me wrong, always oh, excited. Yeah, yeah. But like the stakes aren't high. Like you're not reading it because you're like, you have to see what happens. You're like, it's I hope fun. It's fun you're just like, I hope they fuck. fuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We do. We do spoil all the things all the time. So don't feel too bad about it if you do. Yeah, I'm trying not to spoil it for y'all. If oh, only. Yeah, you're still okay, reading. that's appreciated. If yeah. only we had a disclaimer about that. Oh, well. <laughs> not this time. <laughs> <laughs> you really should read this book. But if you insist on listening to our lovely podcast before you have read it, please know we're going to spoil everything. (laughs) If you are reading along or have read this book, please get in touch with us. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at dicktalkthepodcast at gmail.com or find us on Instagram or TikTok at dicktalkpod, D-I-K-T-O-K-P-O-D. I I found a new description for the book that comes from the text of the book. Grab them, pearls. You're about to go to a kingdom locked in time, where inhibitions are a fool's journey. Beware the sex demons, because with them everything goes. Everything. I don't want anyone to get an unexpected dong slap. (laughs) It's probably Hadriel, but I didn't. Definitely Hadriel. (laughs) That's the Cogsworth of the story, by the way. Mm -hmm. The pearls. Uh-huh. So in the first book, there's like an extended metaphor of clutching pearls. Yes. Um, I initially did not realize that we are talking about fictional clutching pearls. Oh, were you thinking about pants pearls? Yeah, I was thinking about ass pearls. <laughs> and I was continuously confused <laughs> until like the third or fourth reference. Grab your like, butt plugs. Oh. Oh, gotcha. Like like beads. Yeah. Okay. I, I thought, thought they I gave thought her you... like anal beads. Gotcha. Yeah. Hey, Jill's done it. <laughs> he says the worst fucking thing. Have you guys gotten to the part about him constantly talking about shitting himself in fear? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm dying. <laughs> right, yeah. Like, I think it was him that said, there'll be jizz and juice all over the place. Whoa. And I just put, laid back. <laughs> Sipping on jizz Jesus. and juice. <laughs> no, thank you. God. <laughs> I'll just go off and say, I really liked Finley. Yeah. Yeah. A yeah. lot. Probably I loved my her. Favorite. Oh, no. Sorry. The butler is my favorite. Oh, true. Yeah. Carry on. Yeah. I, the only thing I didn't love, the only thing I didn't love in this whole book was that her name was Finley. It just, hmm. it felt a little too contemporary. Yeah. I agree with that. Especially compared to, how are y'all reading yeah, the, let's beast, some, some the beast's name? Pronunciation. Nyphane? Niffin? Okay. Yeah. No, I was, Nyphane. Yeah, Nyphane. I was thinking Nyphane or Has either of you gotten to the devil's name? No. Okay. Yes. How do you pronounce it? Beelzebub. I was reading so fast that I know it starts with D, but I didn't actually cognitively process it. I thought Delion. Dolion. Mm. Or was oh, what you my were brain. saying Do- Dolion? Yeah. Okay. I was not sure. <laughs> really not sure. My one criticism. Uh, <laughs> I thought all the names were kind of dumb. Yeah. But it didn't detract from anything. So yeah. I didn't like, care. Yeah. I was just like, <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah, name is Fane. Fane or you know, whatever. 
And Hannon also is fine. I liked Hannon. Yeah. Liala. Jedrick. Jedrick. Just, just call him Gaston. Yeah, that was yeah. the Gaston character. No one fucks like Gaston, busts a nut like Gaston. No <laughs> one's dick's as incredibly thick as Gaston's. Yeah. Fuck that guy. <laughs> I mean, don't fuck that guy. Please do anything in your power to not fuck that guy. The way that I envisioned Finley was so... There was so much emphasis on her height. Mm. And beauty. Yeah. That I imagined her... Like Brienne from Game of Thrones. Uh-huh. Yeah. But in the fourth book, they talk a lot about her very long hair. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Rapunzel vibes too. Yeah. I loved how fucking smart ass she was about just men in general, especially in the beginning. Is this the paper cut line? Yes. Yes. The first highlight I have on page eight said, they hadn't said what he died from, but I hoped it was gangrene of the dick. <laughs> it's like, Yes love her oh yes a horrible scream rent the air also distant it sounded like a human in peril being eaten alive or gruesomely tortured or a man with a paper cut on his finger (laughs) (laughs) and then in the next chapter someone needing a quote-unquote proper wife this was because she would have apparently incorrectly assumed her husband was an adult and didn't need a nursemaid to wipe his mouth and assure him that he was the master of the universe silly her Yeah, she has some zingers. Mm-hmm. She does. But not out loud. True. I also like the religious statements. Like, spank the goddess. It was a good time when he got going. <laughs> I fucking love this. She'd push us to go too far. I wasn't going to bang him with my cunt. And for some reason, I just thought that was really funny. That wording. She also curses by saying cunticles. Yes. <laughs> I just feel like cunt is not like one to throw around lightly. Not in America. True. Finley does. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't use that in sexy times to refer to my vagina. (laughs) No. But we're a pussy generation. Like, you just say pussy. (laughs) Hashtag pussy generation. Let's get it (laughs) trending. (laughs) We could get cunticles rolling. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and just, like, some of the descriptions of everything that's going on. It's just funny. Yeah. Yeah. It is a funny book. Yeah. <laughs> the lead guy in the dick train the lead popped guy himself the off train. his caboose and turned our way. <laughs> or like when she was in the village talking to her friend and her friend is like, did I tell you I saw Patsy Baker getting spit roasted the other evening? And I was like, ooh, girl, spill the tea. <laughs> what? This village is hopping. I know. And I guess it was like somewhat modern because it was a curse that took away all electricity and technology. Yeah. They trade with the human world, which is mentioned as having cars. So like it's removed regardless, which to an extent takes it out of time. Like it's very clever. Right. It was odd every time Nifane was described as wearing jeans and a t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Also, uh, yeah, I didn't realize that uh, spit roasting was a... I don't think that's an old term. No. no. <laughs> I mean, it's an old concept of like actual spit roasting. In the old English spit roasting. Yeah, talk to us about the etymology, Colleen. <laughs> yeah. Roasting. No, I just meant like, you know, meat. Spit roasting a goat over an open pit. Are you calling women pieces of meat? Uh, Killian? Yeah, she had some like really, I would say, feminist pro-women statements. Basically, Nifane thinks that he killed his mother. I love this part. From 
guilt or whatever. So for context, he leaves his abusive father to go to another kingdom and marry a fae. And his father baits him to coming back because his mother dies. And he claims it's from a broken heart. His dad's a piece of work. Bullshit. Yeah. And it says, no, she screwed up her face. That thing with his mother is just silly. Women don't die of broken hearts. That's just something people say to hide the neglect and mistreatment the women actually died of. Mm. Like, yo! Also made me think of Star Wars when Padme died of a broken heart Uh. instead of, like, childbirth. (laughs) When also, like, she could have survived that. I guess I am not the kind of person that's like oh i mustn't i shan't like if i want to fuck someone i'm like yes (laughs) like i might not think about it but like so (laughs) why would it ruin her quote unquote if they did fuck okay so this goes into faded mates okay which i know you're not about it's not it's not your jam yeah i don't i don't like a predetermined fate in this world you can be fated mates and you can be true mates so just because you're fated like i think you can maybe have multiple fated mates or whatever but like true mates is an even stronger bond and they can do things that fated mates can't they're totally true mates i know that's coming yeah he would ruin her because she would never be able to have that level of like pleasure or connection with another person okay then just have that level in of connection with that person no because he wants her to get out of the kingdom yeah because it's cursed her away yeah for and her she's own good, very Killian. talented, and oh, shouldn't have to live right. in poverty. And, I mean, yeah. that is true. Yeah, right. he knows what's best for her. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But she's a stubborn bitch. <laughs> yes. There's got to be a really good reason that they can't be together for them not to be together. And sometimes, like, if it's the intangible, like, I'll ruin you. It's like, yeah, fuck off. <laughs> I'll just find someone else. I mean, I guess not in I this mean, case. I mean, I think the you got to get out of here is a better reason than many. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, and that is the core reason of like, I'm going to fucking drag you down if you stay. I can't leave. You got to go. Like, okay. Yeah. Works in a variety of stories. Could have worked in False Boys too. Mm. Didn't, but it's fine. Didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, another clever thing, I found it very interesting dealing with it's not the virgin trope, but it is a little bit because it is like they're not having sex, they're not having sex, let the mm. tension build. But having the orgies go on in the castle so you can see yeah. all of the like ridiculous smut. So it still yeah. is a good smutty book, even though our right. main character I was like, is not. Maybe maybe it. a little more of that. <laughs> I need these books to be real smutty. Yeah. <laughs> and it definitely had its moments. The lady with the double penetration in the library. <laughs> was that in the first Ooh. book? The second, was, I think. Oh, okay. Oh, was it? It was the second book. Okay, yeah. I was like, I definitely don't remember that in the first book. Yeah, I think I got to the part in the second book where they finally actually fuck, and then he turns all moody mm-hmm. and whatever, and then I was just like, okay. I mean, I'm not, like, stopping, but that is how far I got. He does get over some of his shit. Yeah. Oh, thank God. Well, and there's a lot of, like, no woman could deal with his temper and all this, and it's like, it's not even that bad, y'all. Like... <laughs> And also just, like, stop being like that. It's at least given good reason. Yeah. Better than, like, he's a privileged man child. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like some others we have read about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Seems like the Shifter Kingdom is a very randy place. It's great. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I feel like in terms of the shame fucking, that's unfortunate. 
Yeah. And especially the way that she feels every time that she gets near a sex demon. But like had to be fun to watch and the costumes sound just yeah oh yeah i mean hadriel wearing the costume that is the beast (laughs) fucking classic yeah hilarious but also when she first gets locked in the tower and he tells her so just stick to your room read your books fuck yourself with those vibrators and pretend life is normal i put the dream (laughs) (laughs) yeah that doesn't sound so bad fucking wish if a cheese plate shows up every now and then i'm set for life right she's like oh i have to be in a tower and it's like girl you got your books they're gonna order you vibrators this fucking rules (laughs) you don't have to have a job she doesn't have capitalism like she doesn't know (sighs) she doesn't know (laughs) so nice i know yeah speaking of those vibrators one of my favorite Early Hadriel quotes, we need to get you some vibrators. You're not allowed to go to the parties. I wish I hadn't been allowed to go to the parties. Anyway, you'll probably want something to take the edge off. They're these little demon magic powered fuck sticks. They're awesome. I have one that like sucks my cock while spinning around and it's the stuff of legends. Or it would be if I wasn't mired in a puddle of boredom turned self-loathing. He paused, pointing at me. Are you into butt stuff? (laughs) He's the best. Also, don't forget all the art classes that they do during the day. Yeah, they do like, like workshops and shit. This dude. is great. Yeah. Yeah, not for all the shame fucking. It seems like a pretty great castle. Also, with all the shame fucking. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like a pretty great castle. <laughs> I guess if you were one of the talented or skilled people who got killed off in the first wave of demons, though, maybe it's not that great. It's true. I don't know. I'd fuck a demon. Yeah, why not? Yeah. They do oh. turn quite yucky when they take off their human glamour. True. Yeah. But we don't need to do that. There's no. There's no reason to do that. Okay, so don't gotta see them if they're behind me. Dude. You know, for all of the talk about demons killing people, do we see any demons killing? Outside of the dark wood, like uh, within the castle. No, I don't think so. They threaten. Threaten a lot. They fight, but they don't actually succeed. Mainly because Finley disposes of them so handily. Finley kills a fair amount of demons. She does. Mm-hmm. Demons don't kill a fair amount of people. No, they just want to have sex and torture people emotionally. They're happy here. They really are thriving. I guess the not demons, but creatures unleashed by the demons yes. in the wood, those are pretty vicious. Yeah, and they'll kill people, but they're, again, not exactly demons and they're not even necessarily unleashed by the demons that are in the castle or the ones that are in the town like they're just kind of appear because the demon king opened a portal right right dolian that how you said it delorean delorean mandalorian (laughs) does not have any problems killing people but your everyday demons again the ones that are in the city and in the like you just don't see they just want to fuck they just want to fuck yeah I would have liked to have seen a little succubus action, but she was like, oh, I'm tempted. But no. <laughs> but now it's gross. Yeah. I'm just like, I don't know, man. Just just once, though. Just once, though. Just How do you know you don't like it if you don't try it? Just yeah. get your pussy ate like once, girl. I mean, she, she just does. want a lesbian scene. There actually were. There was a description of a lesbian scene. Say more. <laughs> her uh, Finley talking about her childhood friend. Oh yeah. Then mm. Finley had to like keep growing up and wearing pants and can't have that. And that's small town. 
Yeah, the social dynamics are interesting because like it is not bad that she has had sex. Like that's expected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But her being like gender non-conforming is bad. Yeah, her wearing pants. People don't like it. Bad. Yeah. But talking loudly in the market square about like, uh, suck on this lady. Right. Yeah. Oh, I saw so-and-so getting spin roasted the other day. Yeah. Oh, word. Yeah. Like, fine. That's cool. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Good for her. I mean, maybe that's demon influence, too, because they do go out in the town and have True. these like weird brothel things. Mm-hmm. There's like sex prudishness that happens later in the series as well. Oh. So not all demons are all about these crazy orgies. Not all demons. That's a bummer. Not all demons. Do we get to the part in book two where they go to other villages in the kingdom? I yes. haven't, but go for it. Just talking about like the difference in class structures. Yeah. Like in her home village, everybody's poor. And because of that, there's like a level of communism that happens of mm-hmm. everyone helping each other, especially when it comes to the plague. And then what you see in other villages is minority of rich people who control everything and then specifically don't help people who are dying from the plague Um, because they're hoarding resources, even though she distributes like recipes of how to do this and how to make this. They don't share the recipes. They don't share the actual elixir. Yeah, is bad. But it's very interesting what different communities do in isolation. Mm Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have minded spending more time there to see if socially, if there were any, anything that mirrored the way that it was in her community, like with everyone being very upfront about sex, you know, mm. or uh, the way that they approached mating, et cetera, et cetera. If any of that changed with a different class structure, you would imagine that it would, but we don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I also found it interesting, her dragon having sexual desires that she doesn't. Like the desire to be dominated specifically and uh, her being like, okay, so she is a dragon. Is that her animal? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Edit that out. Take that out of post. Her animal having shit. <laughs> I mean, I kind of figured. Yeah, let's not pretend it was like esoteric. Like, well, I don't we know. We all knew. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Again, the stakes aren't high. I did get to the part in the second book where it says you can't mate with a different animal. Or was it that you can't you impregnate? Can't be, you can't. Be faded mates, uh, yeah, with okay. a different animal. Okay, because like with the whole submission element of it, I was like, is she like a rabbit? <laughs> a rabbit that purrs. <laughs> right. I guess she's a dragon that purrs, so anything is possible. Very thankful that the author didn't go like a spirit animal route with this. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, as far as I know, similar concept, but just without that terminology. Yeah. It wasn't offensive. Yeah, which we love to see. Mm-hmm. I guess a lot of people in the post-demon times don't know what their animal is. Right. And they mostly can't communicate with their animal either. Right. Which that was also a very interesting thing, having a secondary personality inside her that she could yeah. talk to. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> yeah. And that would mock her. <laughs> yes. That took getting used to because other shifter books I've read, it is still you, but you have shifted into an animal mm-hmm. versus like, no, it's a whole other entity. Yeah. Just riding along. Yeah. And like in the second book, Judging it's you. harshly. It's not first person anymore. Yeah. 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 And There's, also like in each sexual situation, how much of their animal is coming through, who's in control. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A little foursome. Yeah. Foursome with two bodies. It reminded me a little bit of Vampire Hunter D. He's mm-hmm. got a hand who talks to him and judges him the entire time. And it's just like a funny, it's almost like the Greek chorus in Shakespeare. Just an interesting 
modernization. I went to school for this. (laughs) Put that degree to good use. Making smutty podcasts. Frantique would be proud. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out. I thought the ultimate cock tease of this book was that she never even got to the library in the first book. Oh my god. She draws that out for a while. Mm -hmm. I was like, the checkout system. Are you kidding me? Yeah. (laughs) You're the prince's side piece. Check out whatever you want, whenever you want. I mean, I would say after the first book, she kind of goes away from the Beauty and the Beast thing, which is mm. fine. Mm-hmm. I believe it's the beginning of the second book where they're writing the letters. Yes. Is yes. that correct? I'm like, I could read this entire book like this. Yeah. Like, this is so it good. It was good. Mm-hmm. Fucking juicy. I know. I got to the part where they finally fuck, and I mean, it's like 13% of the way through the second <laughs> book, which rules. Girls, just wait till they fuck in the air. Uh, <laughs> spoilers, <laughs> Sorry. Karina. But fuck yeah. <laughs> but I did like them leaving the books in the bushes and yes. all of the like. Yeah, no, it yeah, was I like the secretive trading. Yeah, the first half of the second book is just a librarian's wet dream. Yeah. Like, I just fucking love it. I was fully anticipating the second book would be all of them like communicating through letters, and I was like, all okay, right, they reunited pretty quick. This is fucking tension. I love it. It was. Those were great letters. Mm-hmm. And not many authors can do that, like have them in close proximity and then take them away from each other. Yeah. Usually it's the opposite. How did it take her so long to realize that he's the prince? Is it just because we're reading the book so we would already know that? Or he's the last noble living in the castle. Like she knows the prince is still alive. What other nobles right and also like she talks about watching his dragon fly over her when she's young Mm -hmm. but it was golden and had wings then right so it's just a different color without wings like how hard is it to identify it was really far up in the sky okay that's i guess that's fair i mean people didn't recognize clark kent when he took off the glasses so people be dumb (laughs) maybe that's it People do be dumb. Let's see. It was chapter 12. So 70% of the way through when she learns that he's the prince. I was like, oh, holy shit. Okay, that was. (laughs) Oh, oh, we didn't know? Oh, I was operating under the assumption the entire time (laughs) that he was and that she knew. Nope. She didn't. The stakes are not high. (laughs) No. (laughs) It's good that she has some flaws. Yes. She had a lot of flaws. Like, she was a fully developed character. She was a little bit Mary Sue in that, like, she's just so good with the Everest plant and, you know. like She got real good at fighting real fast. Yes. Yeah. Uh. At least in the beginning of the second book, as much as I've gotten through, she was like, okay, note to self, I need hand-to-hand combat training and sword training. Mm-hmm. Like, she it's, does acknowledge that she is not good at these things. It's so. referenced that she trains, but we never get to see her actually do so Mm. and there's this one specific thing that's built up a whole lot and you're like kind of waiting for the training montage to happen and it doesn't it doesn't just referenced in the past it's just like a few months past yeah we trained a lot like what yeah let me watch you fail train like it's fun i need the eye of the tiger moment We're Americans. Eye of the dragon. I did really like how much of an herbalist she was, though, because I'm just a plant nerd. So I was just like, tell me more about the herbs. What you growing, girl? Nifane, what your mama grow? Because <laughs> she was the gardener. I just like plants. <laughs> That's what I wanted. It's fun. And the plant lore rolls deep. 
and that's mm-hmm. fun. Like, yeah. Something that did bother me herbalism-wise. Okay, she says, where will I be drying the Everlast? It needs to be done in the evening tomorrow, and the leaves should be kept flat and wet. What? <laughs> to dry? <laughs> to dry them? Mm. These are opposite words. You have to keep them wet until midnight. And then you put them out under the full moon, and that's when they dry. I, I kind of glazed over it, and I was like, there's a process. Okay. It's <laughs> tedious. It has to do with demon magic, so. <laughs> and you have to do it on a really specific type of wood. It's a fussy little plant. Uh-huh. Yeah. There was some setup, but it was like, okay, there was the demon king that put a curse on it. It's like, cool, I want to know more about that. Eh. Why? I had a lot of why questions. I'll answer any why questions you have. Well, now I don't remember them, but... <laughs> go, Killian. I know. Well, it took a minute for us to schedule this, so <laughs> I forgot. This is one of those I just was enjoying reading it so much that I didn't take as many notes as I should have. Right, I agree. Yeah, I was involved and also not cringing or rolling my eyes. Yeah. Yeah. It was really genuine. And again, her character work is so good. Yeah, and really well written and funny. Honestly, it was a romp. Yeah, the ending is on a cliffhanger and I just blew through and read three more books. So Mm -hmm. I have a lot to say. Yeah, about the later book. Yeah, I will, well, I will have to say about the whole series. Yeah. But. Yeah. So I do remember being 95% of the way through the book and being like, oh my God, are they not going to fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I definitely felt like there's more plot that needs to fit for this book to feel resolved. So, funny thing. Mm. I felt like if you had to graph it, there was an inverse proportion to fucking and plot. Because there is more and more fucking as the series continues, but you're less and less invested in the fucking because you're like, there's a lot going on here yeah. and we're taking a moment to, f- like, stop it. We gotta find out this what and this happens? and this and we're going to war and blah, How are blah, we blah. gonna thwart the demon king? It's a good series. Read it yeah. all. Yep. Don't stop. Go home and keep reading. R- ruin your life reading these books. <laughs> ruin of roses. <laughs> beep, beep, beep.